Are you ready to master your finances and live your best life? Welcome to the Live Financially Well podcast. This is the audio version of the Frugal Blog with your hosts, Jason Vitug. Let's start reading. They're calling it the YOLO economy, and others are calling it the great resignation where people are choosing to leave their jobs for the unknown and trying to find work that's a bit more meaningful to them. In today's episode, I will be reading the article that I wrote about the YOLO economy and me, how I reimagined my life. And as a backstory before I start reading, I want people to understand that I too quit my job without a plan, not knowing where I was gonna go next or what I was gonna do after resigning my executive job. Now I had a plan and that plan was to go backpacking around the world because I needed time off. I needed time to reset and to relax and to figure out what my next steps would be professionally. And I got to a point where I was so burnt out, burnt out that I couldn't enjoy life. And that is no way of living. When you work 60, 80 hours a week, making good money and still feeling miserable and feeling burnt out to the point that you're not enjoying the present moment. And so Before this great resignation and the YOLO economy was coined, I did exactly that. And so today, enjoy and reflect and let's learn together. The YOLO economy and me, how I reimagined my life. There's lots of talk about the great resignation and the YOLO economy. What is the YOLO economy? YOLO is the acronym for you only live once. The New York Times referred to the phenomenon of millennials quitting their jobs after burnout from the pandemic. So people are choosing risky moves to find more meaningful work. Now, what's really interesting about this is that I believe that people were already burnt out before the pandemic. What happened is that people were able to get off the hamster wheel or the treadmill They were able to take advantage of the great pause, and that gave them time to reassess their situations at work and realizing that they were doing something that was truly not meant for them. They were probably enjoying the work they do. They were probably doing work very well and highly valued at the company, but something was missing. And I know exactly what that feels when you are working on something that you love and enjoy and working with people that you adore and realizing it might not necessarily be something you want to do for the rest of your life. And it is a hard decision to quit something like that. You think it's hard to quit a job that you hate? Imagine quitting a job that you actually enjoy and are good at. And so what happened with many of the people in this termed or coined great resignation and the YOLO economy is that they were exposed to something better. When you give people a moment to pause, they often get an opportunity to see the light. And that light isn't a train barreling towards them in this dark tunnel. 
it is the light at the end of the tunnel that they've been working towards for a very long time. So what's interesting to me is that I somewhat coined the idea of the YOLO economy in my book, You Only Live Once. Kind of funny, right? Title and it all works out back in 2016. I too was burnt out from a job I enjoyed and coworkers I adored. However, I needed to find meaning and reason for my actual existence outside of professional achievements. When I quit my job all those years ago, the idea wasn't to become an entrepreneur. I simply needed extended time off. I thought a few months would do my mind and body well until a chance conversation with my neighbor made me realize I was in a position to take an entire year off. My company did all they could to keep me more money, work from anywhere in the world, and only required once a month flights into the San Francisco Bay Area. Down payment assistance was also offered and paid time off to reset. In fact, when I left, the CEO and board stated I was welcome back. At this point in my relatively young career, I was making moves, but something felt missing. I worked hard and achieved company goals. I lived well, but I was undeniably stressed. I visited ERs and had tons of blood tests done. My body began showing signs of distress. So I was doing all the mental exercises to deny what I was feeling at the time. However, I couldn't ignore my body the way I refused to acknowledge it mentally. I would hyperventilate. I developed vertigo. My joints would ache and at times unable to get out of bed. Before an event in Worcester, Massachusetts, I physically couldn't get out of bed. When I didn't show up for my event, my assistant called the hotel and the ambulance came. Something was definitely wrong. I thought the best answer was to suck it up and be grateful for the career achievement and the financial gains. It took me six months to actually leave my company from the day I handed in my resignation. I was scared yet excited, and there were moments I was doubting my decision. I had many conversations, and one sticks out in my mind. At lunch with my finance VP, he said at the time, the board believes in you. So when will you believe in yourself? Wow. When would I start believing in myself? Here's the truth. I wasn't financially independent, but I was financially secure. I had savings, a little debt, 401k and company stock. So I was in a good position to try something different. But the plan was to return back and get a job as an executive. I just needed that time off. So yes, the plan was to get back to work. In fact, I was being recruited by credit union headhunters. I knew I had options. I was well-respected in my industry and had a large network, but that still didn't give me the full courage I needed to make the leap. I did what many of my family and friends thought was exciting, but also foolish. Some behind my back called it the dumbest thing I could have ever done. Who would just give up? But what they didn't know was that I was beginning to choose myself. During my global backpacking trip, I had many eye-opening experiences and conversations. I was forced into situations and found myself in remote locations. I spent lots of time alone with my own thoughts, thinking and reflecting about my past and wondering what lay ahead. My first moment of doubt was sitting in an airplane leaving Manila. 
After seeing life for many people, I began feeling my stomach tighten in the privilege I had to quit a job. And people I saw were just trying to survive. It reminded me of my parents' own survival. I felt I smacked my parents in the face for rebuking their sacrifice. They survived to give me opportunities that I was turning my back on. But now I see a testament to their sacrifice is me thriving, not merely surviving. My family in their search for something better also YOLO'd. They took a risk in this country. With all the challenges and barriers, America was an opportunity for a better life. And you can say the YOLO mentality is in my DNA. In one of my iconic backpacking moments, I had an epiphany. I was sitting on top of this 12th century temple, staring at thousands of pagodas, stupas, and Bagan Myanmar. How does someone who grew up the way I did get to choose to go off on his own path? Someone who shared a closet of a bedroom with two brothers to exploring the world. I wanted to help others in similar situations take control of their life. I knew money was an issue, but often we get distracted with making money and forget why we wanted it in the first place, to live. My journey since resignation, the backpacking trip, and starting Frugal have been a roller coaster ride. I'm going to be honest with you, it hasn't been perfect. It has its ups and downs, twists and turns, and sharp drops. I would be lying if I said it was all peaches and roses, but the continue journey continues on. Thing is, I wouldn't change it for the world. And that's what I learned. And that's what I'm leaning into. It's a journey. We have our start date and end date. What do we do in between those dates? I surely don't want to spend it doing work that doesn't matter and spending money to pretend it doesn't matter. When I started the Road to Financial Wellness, I wanted to have a different conversation about money with people. For me, money really is a tool. The more we have, the easier things can be. But often it isn't the solution, just the thing we need to create the life we love. I met so many people, thousands all across the country who shared with me their hopes and dreams and their challenges, many of which were financial, but also many more that were about purpose and meaning. The number one question I get asked after my talk is about the reasons for leaving and the details that surround it. It was always amusing how only a handful of people would ask me about money. Now, people have been exhausted before the pandemic, so it doesn't surprise me that people are experiencing quarantine and going through this pandemic are looking for something more, some kind of meaning to their existence. People were forced off the hamster wheel and they had time to reflect on their life. And companies were forced to respond to the pandemic as well and modified their work requirements. It led to new opportunities. Welcome the YOLO economy. Here's the thing. I actually don't know many people who don't want to work. They just want to do work that matters. And I've learned this desire isn't just for six-figure earners, but those still climbing out of minimum wage. The barriers are different, but the wish for something more is the same. When I wrote my book, You Only Live Once, some people laughed at my title. For me, it was my headstone for generations to see and realize that money is printed, but time is limited. How are you making use of this limited resource? 
in my book, I said time was an asset, but I've learned how it's a liability. Time is borrowed and returned to the universe. How are you repaying this loan we call time? Yes, I believe my book title still stands today as it did five years ago. I also know how much has changed in me and the views I hold. But that desire to fully live, to serve a purpose, to be part of a community, and to have deep connections with others remain the same. So why should this matter to you? I'm going to be honest, I don't know. I just want to share more of the details that have landed me to where I am today in hopes that you too can find your way. Okay, my true intent is to show you hope, and that is an acronym. It's hearing other people's experiences. And by hearing my experience, I hope you find hope. I am a believer that you too can get off the hamster wheel and forge your own path forward. Why the YOLO economy? Because you only live once. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I am Jason, founder at Frugal, and you have just listened to the YOLO economy and me, how I reimagined my life. If you'd like to read the article, it's available in the show notes and also by visiting frugal.com. That's P-H-R-O-O-G-A-L.com. And remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram to engage and connect. I look forward to speaking with you and sharing more articles in a future episode. Have a good one and live financially well.